Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Dr. Jill Zwicker and I'm an occupational therapist and an associate professor in the Department of Occupational Science and Occupational Therapy at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. I'd like to share with you today two papers that were published in the June 2021 issue of Developmental Medicine and Child Neurology. This is a scoping review on the early identification and early intervention for children with or at risk of developmental coordination disorder. DCD is a, a common but under-recognized neurodevelopmental disorder that affects a child's ability to perform and learn motor skills. I conducted this work with Emily Lee, a former graduate student. She is an occupational therapist working in early intervention and a recent graduate of the Master of uh, Rehabilitation Sciences program at the University of British Columbia. So our aim was to summarize current evidence for both early identification and early um, motor-based intervention for children with or at risk of developmental coordination disorder. We conducted a scoping review of the literature and we found over 11,000 articles uh, and gray literature which we independently screened and um, selected uh, appropriate articles that met our inclusion criteria. These ended up being 103 articles, 78 were devoted, for early, uh, devoted to early identification, 22 to early intervention, and three articles that covered both topics. I'm going to start first of all with the um, early identification. We initially intended to just have one paper, but given the volume of evidence, we divided it into two papers. So first of all, focusing on early identification. Current practice guidelines indicate that DCD is generally not recommended, uh, uh, the diagnosis is not generally recommended until the age of five years. However, the diagnostic criteria for DCD suggests that DCD occurs in the early developmental period and so without this early identification, we're missing a window of opportunity to provide intervention. And parents often recognize motor difficulties at a much earlier age and uh, advocate for earlier recognition. And this is not uh, uh, located in a single um, country. This is a worldwide problem. As you can see, we have uh, papers about early identification from uh, Canada, the United States, United Kingdom, uh, France, Germany, uh, Australia, uh, South Africa, Brazil, etc. So it's a, um, across the board uh, an issue about early identification. Here is a table of uh, assessments that we located for um, measuring criterion A, which is the, the motor skill deficit um, is below what or the motor skill ability is below what you would expect for the child's age and opportunity for use and many of these assessments um, uh, you can see here are by uh, some are in infancy some in the preschool years and then some at older ages so the most commonly used assessment is the movement assessment battery for children second edition which is from age three and up these are measures that are uh, validated for identification of parent questionnaires or tools. 
and the most common of these is the little DCDQ. But there are many others that have been used to identify children with DCD from around the world. So some key points here is that the international guidelines suggest that children who are five years and under need to be assessed at at least two time points, three months apart, and score at or below the fifth percentile on both occasions. So this is just to make sure that the child has a, um, a persistent motor uh, difficulty, one that just doesn't uh, improve over time if they had a temporary delay, for example. And assessment results should be combined with a caregiver report or interview, questionnaires, observations, and the environmental context. And one of the key messages here is that we'd like clinicians to use the term at risk for DCD rather than just saying the child has mild motor difficulties or motor delay because there's a whole constellation of um, consequences that are associated with DCD. And if we use the term at risk for DCD, that implies that the child needs to be monitored over time uh, as well. So um, that's one key message from this paper is to begin to use that term. I'll turn our attention now to uh, early intervention. And uh, here we had 11 studies that uh, have emerged about early intervention. Uh, most studies are however at lower levels of evidence, but they do provide some promising results about uh, the direction for early intervention. And evidence that does suggest that a tiered approach may be beneficial. So I'm just going to highlight um, one section of the paper here. And uh, from a tiers of service perspective, um, tier one is uh, interventions that are good for um, large groups of children, such as classrooms or, or children in um, large contexts and two interventions that came up were um, animal fun and ecological intervention and both of these are aimed at targeting fundamental movement skills. Tier 2 interventions are more for uh, small groups of children that perhaps aren't gaining their fundamental movement skills um, from a tier 1 perspective and several um, interventions were appropriate for this tier uh, including motor magic, which is uh, an occupational therapy intervention combined with uh, teachers, ecological intervention, uh, some task-specific interventions, uh, again, fundamental movement skills, and motor intervention with a physical therapist and um, uh, some consultation with parents and teachers. And then finally, the tier three, which is more individual based intervention, uh, where uh, the evidence for these were um, uh, cognitive orientation to occupational performance or co-op. There were uh, three studies that used a modified approach for younger children that uh, showed great promise. And then there were others that included strength training, um, physical therapy in conjunction with parent education and occupational performance coaching and play intervention. So there's uh, several studies, uh, again, low evidence, but um, promising to provide uh, early intervention for children at risk for DCD. So the tiered approach uh, to early intervention is consistent with best practice principles, but this hasn't been systematically evaluated. Uh, so that would be the next step. And current evidence suggests that early intervention should include not only direct intervention uh, with the child, but also educating and building the capacity of parents, caregivers, teachers, 
coaches, and so on. And future studies also need to include larger sample sizes, control for maturation, uh, include longitudinal analyses, and cost-benefit evaluations. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that uh, together as an international community, we can begin to identify uh, children at risk for DCD much earlier and intervene earlier and build the evidence for um, effective treatments for the one in 20 children that are affected by this disorder. Thank you for listening.